0: Hello, cookbook friends. My name is Katie, and I have my co-host Carrie with me here today, and we are Cookbook Divas. On our mini-show today, we are going to talk about Italian cookbooks, which everybody loves.
1: There are several new ones coming out in the next couple of months, June and July.
0: Yeah, and some of these are not necessarily strictly... like traditional italian there is one at least that is a pizza making cookbook that is you know it's more americanized but you know pizza it came from italy so we had to include it as well
1: and i like making pizza outdoors in the summertime because it's too hot to cook in my actual kitchen
0: yeah and learning how to make it in one of those uh clay ovens that would be so much fun that's a perfect summertime thing
1: Oh, I'd love to do that. I'm just not up for that DIY of an action. <laughs>
0: it, take, it takes like four weekends of your time. No! That's true. Yeah. So what's the first Italian cookbook on your list today, Carrie?
1: It is a gorgeous cookbook called La Vita e Dolci: Italian Inspired Desserts by Letitia Clark. It's an exciting take on Italian baking by food writer and trained pastry chef Letitia Clark. She shows us over 80 Italian desserts inspired by her time living in Sardinia. I would love it if in the future someone could talk about Carrie's time living in Sardinia, but I've never lived there yet.
0: (laughs) That would be so cool. (laughs) Emphasis
1: on yet. Bucket (laughs) list. (laughs) Right. So I'm peeking inside the book here, courtesy of Amazon. The chapters start off with biscuits, then tarts. I love making tarts. Cakes. Sweets by the spoon. Yeasted and fried, which makes me think donuts. Yes. There's a chapter on gelato and a chapter on gifts that you can make to give people that are edible.
0: That's cute. That's a really good idea.
1: So since this is an Italian cookbook, the biscuits are not your grandmother's hot out of the oven in the morning with gravy on them biscuits. It's biscotti that you dip into your coffee beverages. There's a recipe for a classic cantucci, which is orange, marsala, and almond biscuits. I see a recipe for a crostata di marmellata that has a beautiful lattice pastry crust. I want to make this citrus campari and yogurt upside down cake, and I have campari, and I could sip it while I was baking, don't you yes. think? Yes,
0: yes. Oh, that would be perfect. Best baking experience.
1: There's a ricotta pear and hazelnut layer cake, and I like to use pears and desserts when I bake because at restaurants, pears are generally paired with ginger or cinnamon. And I'm allergic to both of those. Mm. So I can make it at home and eat it that way. Yeah, There's a recipe for poached peaches. With rose geranium and vermentino. And I'm guessing vermentino is wine. Here's a recipe for whipped coffee. And ricotta instant mousse. Oh. I don't care for coffee. So I would sub in chocolate. But that's just me. Of course there's a cannoli recipe. This cookbook would not be complete without that. Right, And. I see a gorgeous picture of peach and basil sorbet, and that would have been so refreshing yesterday when Katie and I were hosting a party in my backyard. And it was hot and we were melting, and I forgot to serve the darling little lemon cheesecakes that I bought from Costco because I didn't have time to bake, and they're all over my fridge now. No! And the lady. Well, the lady that's coming to my house today to take some of the leftover wine is vegan, so I can't even foist my cheesecakes off on her. Ah. No! Anyway, this cookbook looks so fun. I will definitely do a, a cookbook look-through of it on our Cookbook Divas YouTube and IGTV channels. It's La Vita e Dolci: Italian-Inspired Desserts by Leticia Clark.
0: My first Italian cookbook is Cecilia, a love letter to the food of Sicily. It's by Ben Tisch. It got pushed and it's actually coming out August 10th. So a little late summer, but that's okay. Just in time for fall and all the comfort food. I'm just going to read what the publisher has to say. Sicily is a frugal peasant land with a simple cuisine and yet full of ornate glamour and extravagance. I like that. It is packed full of vibrant flavors. This beautiful collection brings the food of Sicily to your table, with recipes ranging from delicious morsels and fritters to big couscous, rice, and pasta dishes. Yes. And an abundance of granitas, ice creams, and desserts all stunningly vo- photographed. And I think that's probably why I'm not getting the best look through. I have a few photos in here and the ones I am seeing are just phenomenal. So I think they're probably trying to keep it a little bit of a secret so that you'll go out and get it. But it is really quite gorgeous. Some of the recipes that I am able to see is an asparagus free tea with lemon verbena. And it is beautifully fo- photographed. It's like a whole table set up. And it it is very simple to put together. I was very surprised because it is quite elegant. So that I, that is something that was pleasantly surprising. We also have a fried potatoes, pecorino, cream, and truffle. This looks amazing. That I sounds
1: would... so rich. That sounds like a fall or winter. Oh, wow. yeah.
0: It's perfect for fall. So it's probably good it got pushed out a little bit. There's something that is called a pinelle or a pinelle. And apparently it is one of the oldest and most popular of Pellerino street foods. Lots of cool stuff in here. And the cover of this cookbook is quite beautiful, quite vibrant. It matches, the, I guess, the theme of the cookbook itself. I'm not seeing how many recipes are actually provided in this cookbook, but it does have 304 pages with full color photography throughout. I think it's probably... It's probably a pretty hefty cookbook with that many pages. So that is Cecilia, A Love Letter to the Food of Sicily by Ben Tisch.
1: My next Italian cookbook I wanted to chat with you about is Gino's Italian Express by Gino Diacampo. Comes out June 22nd, 2021. He is taking us on a rail journey across Italy and providing recipes along the way. It's a celebration of the delicious and authentic local foods that he discovered on his train travels across Italy. Let me just have one fantasy moment that I could win the Powerball lottery and go take a train trip across Italy. That would be awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. Please take me with you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If I win a couple hundred million, I guess I can afford to do that. I'm peeking at a recipe for northern Italian vegetable soup with cheesy ciabatta. And here's one for fettuccine with minced pork, mascarpone, and white truffle oil. Here's a chicken and pancetta cooked in beer. That's cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Meatballs in a spicy tomato sauce. Well, okay. Every cookbook has that. Every Italian cookbook. He has a recipe for lemon tiramisu with limoncello. That could convince me. I'm not really a tiramisu person. It's too gooey. uh, (laughs) Worry. But with lemon... He also has a no-bake chocolate and hazelnut cheesecake. And I believe the book starts off with a little cute train map of the journey as it goes through Italy and the regions. And let's peek at the table of contents. Nope, they don't let you see the table of contents. Fine. But he goes through all the major areas like Piedmont, Barolo, etc., etc., etc. And he had a major ITV series that I didn't know about because I don't get ITV because we're Americans. It's called <laughs> Gino's Italian Express. So I'm going to sneak over to YouTube and see if anybody very naughtily uploaded some episodes of the show. That's Gino's Italian Express by Gino Diacampo.
0: My next cookbook is called The Panino. It comes out June 10th. It's by Maria Teresa Marco and Alessandro Frasica. So this has... I was very surprised. It has 94 recipes in here. And so I remember my my parents when they first, when they got their first panini maker, it was like the world, like God had sent this beautiful kitchen appliance to them and they used it all the time. They were obsessed.
1: I'm sorry. Apparently I cooked them paninis one day and they were blown away and freaking out. Like it was this mystery. Like, how did you do that? And then I showed them the, Williams Sonoma, Panini yep. Press, and their life has never been the
0: same. <laughs> yep. So this is all Carrie's fault, but Sorry. it's fine. So I wish that I had a, an appreciation for bread back then. I didn't. I don't know what was wrong with me. I was a weird kid. But
1: and now, now that you can't <sighs> eat it because you have celiac, no fair. I know. But I
0: like this particular cookbook because it, it does show – it gives you an ingredient. And it, apparently making panini bread is quite easy. It does have the panini bread recipe in here. I'm wondering if I could at least attempt to do a gluten-free version of it. But some of the things in the table of contents that I see is we get the classics – we also have a vegetarian section, which is quite hefty. It's it. I would say it's about a quarter of the book. We have From the Sea. We then have the ingredients. And then we have the baker. So I am going to check to see what kind of recipes there are. As we know, paninis, you know, you grill these wonderful sandwiches. It's a great to-go meal. You can have it with your soups, which that's what my parents did. They loved the soup and sandwich thing. But you can have it to-go and especially for summertime, people are going off and camping or hikes or having long summer days and wanting to come inside once it's dark and you're kind of starving, but you don't want to eat too much. You have a panini and it's really nice. And you can change up the pro- the flavor profiles as well. Super easy. Some of the examples that they, they've used in here is a Tuscan cured ham. With fresh pecorino cheese, cherry tomatoes, and a tempignade, I would have not thought about doing this. They also have just a whole thing with Tuscan cured ham, but traditional. They add mozzarella cheese with it. So that's a more traditional panini you'd probably see. They also have one that has carciofi a la carfona. I hope I said that right. That sounds really interesting and very tasty. I'm not sure what that is, though. Artichokes in olive oil. Yum! Yum. They actually
1: they serve that at VV Pizzeria here in Woodenville.
0: Oh, that's they're good. That sounds amazing. Yeah, this cookbook is really fun. I personally, I really like this because for kids who are, you know, we're all hanging. I say we as I'm a child. Uh, The kids are running around during summertime. This is really easy to whip up even for the kids. So if you're super busy and they need to make something on their own too, you can just have all the ingredients all cut up or get deli meats and stuff and have a panini maker or create a little panini bread. And they can make it really easily for summertime since they're home from school. I love this book. It's super cool, super fun. And it's really easy and uh, approachable for Everybody, it's awesome. So that's the Panini Eno. It comes out June tenth. It's by Maria Teresa Marco and Alessandro Frasica.
1: My next book is The Sage Lessons from Culinary Tuscany. It's by Catherine Farrell. It comes out June four, a couple days from now. It shares her life changing experience of cooking and studying art in Florence, Italy. Again, I need to win the lottery because that sounds like an awesome (laughs) way to spend a couple of years. Absolutely. With her, she had her family in tow with her and she was mentored by an accomplished chef and a determined art instructor. And they were just going to improve her skills and demand more of her. And so she shares her experiences and the recipes that she learned during her travels. So it's not just a cookbook, but it's like a memoir, biography, et cetera, et cetera. And I think it will be fun to read. I don't know much more about it. We don't have a preview. So that's The Sage Lessons from Culinary Tuscany by Catherine Farrell.
0: Next up is Pizza Czar Recipes and (laughs) Know How from a world-traveling pizza chef. It came Mm -hmm. out May 8th, and it's by Anthony Falco. This is a fun cookbook. Obviously, it's it's not authentically... Italian. There's a lot of American influences here, but there is the traditional way of how to make pizza and pizza dough in this cookbook, step-by-step, awesome photos. It's really fun for, I would say, all levels of cooks. And it's just, it's a really cool design too. It just makes you really want to learn how to make pizza. They have different kinds of pizzas, pizza recipes from all over. Because Falco, the author, has traveled all over the world to try different kinds of pizza. That includes, like, Panama, Japan, India, Thailand. So there's a lot of cool stuff there. And different flavors that you wouldn't really think about. So it's not totally Italian, but we have to – I had to give a nod to it because, you know – Food is going to evolve. Eventually, we're all just going to be having food. I don't think there's going to be international food eventually. It's all going to be fusion food. So <laughs> if you want to learn more about pizza and kind of experimenting with it, he Anthony Falco's like the king of pizza. You're going to want this cookbook. It is Pizza Czar, Recipes and Know-How from a World Traveling Pizza Chef.
1: Next up is the pasta man. The Art of Making Spectacular Pasta with 40 Recipes by Matteo Zialanca. You absolutely, when you get home from wherever you're at when you're listening to this podcast, look up the pictures. Oh, yeah. They are gorgeous. There's striped pasta. Let me just take a peek. Ravioli with stripes in it. Absolutely beautiful. Triangoli with broad beans, ricotta, and mint. And it's kind of green looking. Mm. Tortellini with spinach, ricotta, and nutmeg. What else is here? Cappaletti with prawns and lemony samphire sauce. Squid ink egg dough. I don't think I could personally work with that. The entire book is about multicolored pasta and making it look super beautiful. Let's take a peek at the contents. He starts off with introduction, equipment, ingredients, how to cook pasta, the doughs, rolling pasta, multicolored pasta, the shapes and recipes for pappardelli, tagliatelle, tagliarini, critabra, which I've never heard of, lasagna, garganelli, halorides, capunti, ravioli, rangoli, capoletti, tortellini, agnolotti, (sighs) culigiones, and that's it for the pasta man.
0: That's amazing. I didn't know most of those, (laughs) I have to say.
1: (laughs) I apologize for any mispronunciations. (sighs) I can't help it. I've never seen those words before.
0: I think you did really well. (sighs)
1: That is The Pasta Man, The Art of Making Spectacular Pasta with 40 Recipes by Matteo Zialonka, probably the most visual Italian cookbook on the planet.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: Thanks so much for listening to this mini from Cookbook Divas on Italian cookbooks that are coming out soon. You can find our cookbook reviews on YouTube, on video, on IGTV, occasionally on Pinterest, And Katie writes tons and tons of interesting blog posts on cookbooks at our website, Cookbook Divas. And then we go post them over on Facebook. Don't forget to leave us a review and some feedback on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. You'll find more episodes on Tuesdays and on Fridays.